This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Welcome back to Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. Folks, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, give us a call here at 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Or visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com. Go to our content section. Check out our, our videos. Check out our our education for you guys. Uh, we've got some classes coming up. So if you're sitting there wondering, what do I do with this? Uh, this this thing called retirement. How do I buy more time? How do I buy more pleasure uh, and enjoy myself and my spouse in this this wonderful world we have called retirement? That's why you need to give us a call at 877-269-0839. And joining us this morning, as always, he is here. He is he's clearer than I am. I'll be honest with you, Tony, with jet lag, you're you're definitely clearer than I am. So uh, I am glad to be back, my friend. Yeah, I heard that uh, you got a uh, trip uh, that you took, and you ha- you're a little jet lagged. You took your wife to uh, Spain, right? Ooh, yes, we went to Spain and uh, started in uh, Barcelona. Went to uh, Majorca, Ibiza. Um, what was the last one? Porto Banas and ended in Lisbon. Uh, we did a Mediterranean cruise, and I'm going to be honest with you, Tony. Uh, great time, great food. Wife and I had a ball. Um, but this travel this time has just wiped me out. Um, the, the time change is just so hard to deal with coming back because, you know, you're six hours ahead. So a lot of times when you were your, your, your internal clock, when you were supposed to be sleeping here, we were up there and then vice versa. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a little difficult coming back, but I am glad to be back home because as I told you, uh, as a fat kid from, from South Georgia, I like my air conditioning. I like my ice. Um, I like food that is actually cooked. Um, not everything was, was not cooked. A uh, lot of, a lot of raw fish, a lot of mussels, um, a lot of ceviche, Oof, a lot of like steak it. tartare. Oof. And yeah, I'm not a so, fan of any of that. And boy, you, you want to know what's crazy. You want to know what's crazy. The, the most, the most well-prepared and cooked meal that I had was at a sushi restaurant oh. <laughs> of all places. We were, we were literally in a, in a, um, uh, port and I forget which one it was because they all kind of ran together at some point, but, uh, we went and ate sushi and, uh, and, and I actually had a, a bowl that I had never had before. And it was, uh, it was steak and, you know, mushrooms and onions and, and it was all cooked. And I'm sitting there going, man, this is awesome because you can only, you can only eat, uh, ceviche and, and raw things for, for hours and hours on end before you just go, you know, I'm tapping out. Yeah. I got to have something with some fire up under it. Uh, I think the ice thing was the hardest thing for me to get in, uh, get, get acclimated to. 
because whenever whenever you order something at a restaurant, first of all, they only give you like, and, and I think, you know, obviously America, our differences, you know, when I order a, a glass of water, I want a glass of water. Well, they would give you like a highball glass with like three fingers of water on it. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, like nothing. And then I'm like, can I get some ice? And they look at you like, oh, stupid American. And, you know, it's my bad french accent and uh so then they give you like one one cube of ice that's like the size of a of a ping pong ball and by the time it it cools the glass there's nothing left in there so it's just yeah it it was it was something to see i'm glad i went (laughs) the wife and i had a ball uh you know it's a big birthday for her this year so you know happy we were able to spend some time together and and go out and, and really you know explore and do some things uh miss the kiddos they they had fun with the with with the 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 grandmas and their nannies on you know while they were here they were kind of like at summer camp for for a week but uh we were definitely glad to get home it was it was it was one of those that uh i'm i've been there got a t-shirt don't really know if i want to go back (laughs) yeah it doesn't sound like i'm i'm a big fan of air conditioning and ice and cooked food so uh, like you, uh, I and I, you know, I'm a big American. I don't think I'd fit in too well over there. I was, I went to France once, and I'll never, ever, ever go back. Now England, I like, but France, I, I just Paris is beautiful, and and they were nice there. But you get outside. I went to Nice and to Cannes and uh, or Cannes, whatever they call it. I, I stayed there for a few days, and um, yeah, it was tough. It was tough. Let's just put it that way. Well, and you know, once again, it's it's like like I just said, and I think you and I were talking before the show started uh, off air. It's just the differences, you know, the the cultural differences, yeah. and it's like the it's fact like in Europe, it's hard to get a cold beverage. I love, I I just the colder the better for me. And well, it, it's not just that; it's the that um, Europe. It, it's the the lifestyle yes. right because like i was telling you um we would you know we went to barcelona one day and we're walking through the streets you know we're out and about it's 8 8 30 a.m their time and there was an hour and a half before anything opened i mean no no stores no shops no restaurants i mean 10 a.m people are just starting to open their doors and sweep their steps so you know we're walking around and we only have a limited time there anyway so you know, that was that was interesting because, you know, here in the States, you know, we you know, we crack kick the doors open at eight, eight thirty a.m. And they're open till five, five thirty. Well, there they open at 10. They close at six for the most part or from from what we saw in our experience. It's just uh, it's a whole different uh, vibe like. You know, the meals, um, I think I think that's, you know, whenever you like our clients, um, you know, when you retire, or, you know, you can take longer. But when you're working, you know, it's kind of hard to, to take that long lunch break, that long, you know, dinner because you have things to do. You know, you have kids, you have, you know, work commitments, et cetera. But, you know, over there, you know, whether you're working, you're retired, whatever. You know, I saw 20 year olds and 70 year olds sitting there having three, four hour meals. And the reason I know they were there three or four hours, Tony, is one of our dinners literally took almost five hours. Like they started and it was a five course meal that, you know, you just walk in and the restaurant has one price and you start and their menu was X for the day and you started and it went, you know, all the way through until you were done. 
And you wow. didn't really have a choice unless you want to get up and walk out. So uh, we were with some other couples and it was just, it was just interesting. You know, it's the, the lifestyle uh, that, that they lead versus sure. us is just, just interesting. Sure. But a so, beautiful country. Beautiful landscape. Oh. Uh, great pictures. And some great, great, and some uh, great people. I, I mean, seriously, but, but that's the issue though. The culture is so different. Um, that, uh, yeah, that can be, we're used to our comforts here and they're used to their types of comforts there and it's completely different. So Travis, uh, let's talk about what's going on out there. Uh, people you are tired of hearing about my vacation, Tony. Yeah, we're done. Um, we're you're, done. you're hurting, you're hurting my feelings. Yeah, I think my listeners want to hear about my, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> we're done with that. No, guys. while we've been gone, uh, you know, a lot of things, a uh, lot of things to, to catch up on. Uh, one of the, the, one of the big headlines that I, I thought was pretty interesting was they're already starting to throw out, uh, the next social security cost of living adjustment. Uh, rumor is right now that's going to be around three, percent this year so you know we we got those really elevated years uh, back to back and you know while don't get me wrong i know a lot of retirees you really like that that ability to to kind of play catch up because they had gotten very little in the way of inflation adjustment and cost of living adjustment over the previous you know five six years and uh, we really like getting those um you know five to ten percent cost of livings but on social security this year tony we're looking at about three percent because Yikes. of course inflation's coming down which you know you and i talked about and i think even your comment uh was was very at was very poignant you know you've got a situation where even those you know inflation the rate of inflation is coming down are we ever going to see prices go back to where they were in 2019 no, no. are we ever going to see prices go back to where they were five years ago three years ago two years ago no no we had 11 percent um, inflation at one point last yeah. year and uh, those prices stayed there and then they're yeah, like oh this is great the rate from here is going to going to, going it's, to fall it's off it's going to slow down the rate that the rate that prices increase is slowing down but number one they're still increasing from a point that was 11 percent higher than it was year over year so right. so that's that's really tough uh, a three percent uh inflation rate this year is bad because i mean it's better than an 11 percent, but it's uh still prices are rising from those high points it's not like companies said oh yeah we're gonna cut our our uh prices by eight percent prices didn't fall by eight percent inflation fell by the rate at which it increases slowed that's all right well the 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 long and short is this now what it also did to a lot of retirees without them knowing about it and this is probably the i guess the the unspoken part of this is a lot of retirees went into let's say 2019 2020 uh, needing x amount of income right? Whatever that is, you know, let's say your, your income need was $5,000 a month. Well, unfortunately, because of the elevated uh, rate of inflation consecutive years, and even though we are, we are falling, Tony, that need may have gone from 5,000 to maybe 6,000, $6,500 a month just to pay the bills. Well, here's the problem. Uh, you know, a lot of people say, well, I can tighten my belt. I can do this. I can do that. Well, yeah, that's true. You can. But if you think about going from 5000 to 6500 that's about a 30% increase in the amount of income you're taking out of your portfolio. 
So if you haven't, uh, if you haven't plan for that rate of increase and whether or not your portfolio could withstand it, you really don't know if the ice is breaking up under your feet and you're just not noticing the cracks yet. Uh, and that's that's really one of the things I think is is going to be is going to going to wreak havoc for retirees going forward because even though they may have uh, let's face it they may have their house paid for they may have their vehicle paid for and you know they may be saying well you know it's not really going to bother me well what happens whenever your your property taxes double what happens when your uh, insurance your homeowner's insurance your car insurance goes up uh, what happens when those types of things that we don't really think about increasing on a regular basis what happens when those prices increase tony what that's going to do is they very seldom ever go down so that's going to cause them to do what to lean more on their portfolio maybe than it can actually support so you know we we definitely need to need to thank the thank the good lord that in, that inflation is coming down but we do need to really look at what we're doing look at our portfolio look at our retirement plan make sure that what we're needing today for for our assets to produce is actually a safe amount because you know the four percent rule you can kind of throw that out the window at this point i really i really hope no one ever mentions that uh, other than me telling you not to not to to go by it because it's more of a guideline and i think today it's 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 far and away probably not something that that people need to really focus on because you know things have changed lifestyles have changed cost of goods have cha- has changed and uh we're not living in in that time period anymore um now we are seeing a lot of uh, a lot of additional good news tony i don't want to give all bad news i i personally think the fed is is on the verge of going neutral uh, i know i've said that before but i, I really feel like they are almost at the terminal rate um, if we do see inflation hit the threes and go back into the twos I really don't know how they continue to press on because right now I think what the economy is telling you is it's it's able to look through what we've what we've gotten to this point I think last year was kind of the preemptive strike if you will as far as the market uh, correcting interest rates etc but at the end of the day, I think if the Fed really looks at the the information and they don't just they don't make a, a, a critical error like they did when they were talking about, you know, inflation being transitory, if they actually look at the data and make a good decision. I really think we're close to a a rate leveling. I don't think we're going to see rates fall anytime soon, but I do think that's probably one of the biggest things uh, coming up that is, is probably good news. And actually we're going to find out this week and find out what their, what their bet is or what their, their rate hike is going to be for, uh, for this month. So Tony, what do you think? You think a quarter point, you think in flat, what, what is, what is the Tony Shore crystal ball telling you? Well, I don't have a horse in this race or the knowledge that you do, but from what I've heard uh, from all the financial talking heads out there, I get the impression, and from the last Fed statement, the hints they drop, you know how they are. Oh, they yeah. say things and people try to read those tea leaves, but I, I think that uh, they're going to raise it another quarter of a percent. Um, oh, I, absolutely. Then, I, think, I think quarter and done. Yeah, that's. I would say I think that's the conventional wisdom right now, uh, raise it a quarter and done. And so... <laughs> Uh, and I think that's fine. I think, you know, obviously when they do raise it, the markets might ha- have a hiccup for a day or two. But um, 
other than that, uh, I think they're they're probably down toward the levels they want to be at. I, I know they said two uh, inflation rate of two percent. That might be a lot to ask for with everything that's going on out there. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I, I think it's a you know something you have to watch, but at the same time. Um, yeah, you have to incorporate inflation into your plans and interest rates affect people planning for retirement too, don't they? Well, Tony, they do, but uh, I'll tell you one of the, one of the biggest concerns that I have right now with the market itself is, is this, um, it's almost like we're building a, a certain degree of FOMO again, right? It's everybody's like, oh my God, you know, we had the AI trade. You So let, let's start back at the beginning of the year. Since the beginning of the year, the, the outperforming sector has been the NASDAQ, the triple Qs, right? But a lot of that's been because of nine companies, okay? A lot of that was, was attributed to the AI uh, craze and, and it's up, I think the NASDAQ's up like 30, 30, 38%, something like that. But it was also down 35, 36% last year. Well, we talked about this on previous shows. You know, if if you lose thirty six percent of your portfolio, so if you go to uh, from a hundred thousand and you lose uh, thirty eight or thirty six percent, so you're down to sixty four percent of that money. That's sixty four grand. You have to almost get a what is that uh, times one point seven. You've got to earn almost 60, 65% the next year just to get back to even. Yeah. So so don't 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 try to to chase returns, right? That's that's the wrong yeah, thing to do. Yeah, sequence of returns will get you every time. It will. It will. And I think that's that's where people are starting to get a little bit uh, maybe out over their skis, which you know, we recommended uh, recently to all of our clients that we do a rebalance for where we are, not where we've been. Uh, kind of where the markets are, you know, take some profits, uh, take some of that, put it in assets that really haven't uh, turned on the afterburners if you will, but look like we're showing signs of uh, being able to to really get stable and consistent returns. But that's really one of the things that I would caution those that are listening, especially if you're doing it by yourself. Uh, don't chase returns. Uh, you know, if you're all of a sudden deciding, hey, you're going from cash or the the six month treasury or the three month T bill, and you're going to start buying the triple Qs now after a 38 percent run, please. Don't don't try to don't try to chase it. When you do, you usually get whipsawed. It's not going to turn out well. Uh, you're going to end up. It's going to be somebody. You know, somebody's going to say, "Well, I just you know I saw it going up, and I just thought that was the right thing to do." That's the reason why you need to have someone that you can you can lean on to help walk you through. Okay, what are what are we going through at this moment? What are some of the things? What are some of the the pitfalls and the dangers we need to to think about? How do we plan for those? And there is a solution, but the solution very seldom is, is Tony is trying to, to have that fear of missing out, take over. And then the next thing, you know, you're buying things you probably shouldn't. And then all of a sudden you're, you're in a much worse position than you were previously. So that's one of the reasons why it's very difficult to time the market, to get in, get out, because I mean, let's face it. If you took out the seven stocks or nine stocks we were talking about, we would have very little in the way of returns for this year. Now, I'm not saying that that's actually a bad thing because I think we had to heal. Um, a lot of times you don't you don't get to just take off uh, like we did coming out of last year. 
this year's been a little bit of a little bit of a, a different uh, situation because obviously you had those stocks driven by AI, which basically kind of pulled the uh, the two major indices, the triple Qs and the S and P up. But if you look at the Dow Jones, it's up you know single digits this year, which is pretty indicative of the rest of the economy. Because let's think about it, Tony. Are we really completely out of danger when it comes to maybe going into recession? I don't think we are. I mean, we've we've already seen the Fed got it wrong on the way in. Is there really not a something out there tickling around the back of your, you know, in the back of your stomach going, could the Fed get it wrong again? Well, they they could because they've they've shown a propensity to lean that way anyway. So what makes you think that they're going to hit it out of the park and hit it right this time now? It's a possibility, but Tony, do we work in possibilities or probabilities? I'm I'm more in the camp of we want to make sure we we go with what's probable, not just what's possible. Right. You know, planning for the the distribution phase and and how all the things are going to come together. What your your potential risk are for long term care and taxes and uh, uh, let's see wills and trust and you know all the things that that you could be sitting out there wondering. I have questions on these. I don't really know where to go. That's why you need to give us a call. Or you can visit our visit our website, go to our events page, and you can see our class schedule. And if one fits for you, folks, I would really encourage you take advantage of that because uh, very seldom do you have that, that ability to get uh, that much information in an environment where you can actually ask questions and engage and really get questions answered that that are important to you and to your family. So give us a call, 877-269-0839, or visit us at chancefinancialgroup.com to look up our class dates. Yeah, and I'm glad you uh, provide those classes. You have so many resources. Uh, You have the website. Uh, you have the classes uh, that people can attend. uh, The podcast each and every week, and people can go back and look at the the podcasts of the past and see a topic they're interested in and give it a listen. Uh, They're all available on all the major podcasting sites. Um, So uh, not just on the radio, but uh, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music. Uh, They're on all the major sites. And uh, you know what, Travis? It's been a great show. This has been a, a great discussion today. It is so important to have a plan in place that's going to take into account things like uh, inflation, interest rates, healthcare costs, and uh, that's what you do for your clients, isn't it? Our goal is your goal, Tony. Our goal is to get clients where they want to go in retirement and get them there with with their thoughts in mind, their their inheriting uh, goals, you know who they want to leave their assets to. How do we make sure that that they get the most out of their retirement? How does the the legacy they leave behind really reflect uh, what they want it to do? And all these things are important. All these things can be achieved, but if we don't start today, we will never get it done. That's why they need to give us a call eight seven seven two six nine zero eight three nine. All right, Travis, thanks. Great show today. And listeners, thanks for tuning in. That does it for today's episode of Navigating Your Retirement. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839. 
or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance, Inc., an affiliated company. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. We are not affiliated with or enforced by the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any other government agency. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.